Welcome to In Touch Podcast. I'm Brittany. And I'm Nicole. And together we're here to help you figure out what's right for you and your wellness in this fast-paced world. So today we thought we would start talking about a little bit about what we're know best, which is massage therapy, um, and how it can help you um, and how it helped us and kind of our journey with it. So the reason why we thought massage therapy would be a good topic to touch on in one of our first podcasts is because that's what we started off doing, and that's really what drove our journey on this path to self-care and wellness. So we're just going to give you a little bit of, of the science behind how massage therapy works and why it works, some things to expect when you receive massage, I know there's a lot of times people are apprehensive to go out and get a massage for their first time. And we also just wanted to talk about all the amazing things that massage has to offer. So maybe we can get started by just touching base again on why we got into massage or kind of like just the beginning and, and where we're at with it now. Yeah, for sure. Um, I kind of always knew I wanted to do massage therapy in some way in my life. Um, very early on, it was kind of how I helped people when they were sad or when they were hurt. Um, I would always just like go to them and like start like rubbing their shoulders or something. Um, and I got a lot of positive feedback from that. Obviously everyone likes a little shoulder rub here and there. Um, but I felt like I really like to do it and I felt like I was pretty good at it um growing up I felt like I was pretty average and everything else and this is something it seemed like I kind of shined in so I decided to go to school for that um and Brittany and I started in the same class in 2011 and we both immediately I think loved it um and kind of realized that it was so much bigger than what we thought it was going into it um, I know for me, my family never got massages. Like, I don't think anyone had ever paid for a massage ever. And I actually had to get one before. I don't know if you remember this, Brett, mm-hmm. going to school. Mm-hmm. We had to get both uh, and a, um, an Eastern Shiatsu massage. Um, so I actually found someone who went to the same college I was planning on going to. Um and definitely getting that confirmed even more that it was something I wanted to do uh, and the benefits of it. Absolutely. I know. So, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Nope. Um, I was just saying that, like, going to school there really kind of started this whole self-care journey. And we learned even more than just massage going to school. Um, we, you know, learned about mental health and taking care of our bodies in other ways as well. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I was going to say. Like one of the biggest takeaways that I got from massage school was how important it is to fill up your cup first. Um, And I know like I came from a household where like, especially the women really just put everybody else in front of themselves and any sort of self-care was looked at in a way as selfish um we appreciated Mm -hmm. to an extent like going and getting a massage or a facial but it was like more of a luxury and it wasn't 
this means of like healthcare or doing it to like heal or um, putting your your body in that sense of you know taking care of it it was more of just oh let's go out for a girl's day and yeah my back or my legs are sore and so now they do feel a little bit better after the massage but we were into it more for like taking a day to like pamper yourself and I did not Mm -hmm. like get regular massage by any means like growing up but it would be like a treat when we went and did it and that was just really something that I got from massage school and I know you did too that we need to put ourselves first if we want to show up and be successful and productive in our everyday and if we didn't have that guidance and that feeling of it's okay to put yourself first I don't think that we would because I know other people have gone to like different massage schools who didn't come out with that perspective and they weren't even addressing that in school to begin with so I think we were really fortunate on that and then since then we've really just found in our own experience and in our own work doing massage that we have seen the benefits clearly show up And I know for me now, uh, teaching massage therapy and being able to see that transformation and growth that people have in the couple of years they're in the program is just so profound. And whether I'm working with an 18-year-old fresh out of high school or somebody who's in their 30s or 40s, the same thing is happening. Like they're showing up with this idea of this is a luxury or selfish, or maybe they did have like some good experience But by the time they leave there, they have this whole new lease on life where they put themselves first and they truly understand the benefits of massage. Right. Yeah, I found I find even still like I've been learning what we've been out of school for seven Mm -hmm. years, (laughs) seven years. Um, And even though I learned you started learning about taking care of yourself since day one of school it's something I continue to struggle with like I'm sure there are times I know there's been times when I'm working and I'm sure there's been times when you're working where we've kind of worked ourselves to the bone without filling our Mm -hmm. cup back up and so it's not something that we're perfect at it's something that we constantly are reminded again um, about again and again and have to work at almost every day because we I think in this society in this environment we're so always fast paced we're moving on the go all the time constantly never taking breaks and that's kind of like what's expected of us in this type of society but um, I think our profession even more so forces us to realize that we can't do that because we have such a physically demanding job um, and sometimes even just mentally, because we're taking care of it. Yeah, I mean, I just want to say, like, sometimes I'll go longer than I would like to without a massage. And then I start to notice, like, my tension in my body or just, like, mental health. Maybe I'm, like, a little bit more short when it comes to, like, uh, my emotions or I'm a little more reactive. And I'm like, okay, I'm checking in with myself. It's been a while since I've had a massage and I know it's time to go. Uh, I don't always have like these immediate profound results or something, but within always like a day or two, I'm like, yep, my faith has been restored. That's why sometimes I have to wait a little bit longer to remember how awesome massage is. And I mean, people 
like us that are body workers, we are using our body all day long and we're providing so much mental capacity and space for our clients as well. And so it's important that we're practicing what we preach too and not going too long without it. And I think right now, like during this current state of the world with the pandemic and everything, I would definitely say this is the longest stint I've gone without a massage in like the last 10 years. Um, and my body's right. feeling it. I am doing other things to help offset that, but what I would do for a massage right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another like thing to bring up is that I think this is going to kind of show the cracks in how we live this whole pandemic and being isolated. So many people are going without any type of contact other than, you know, texting and FaceTime Mm -hmm. and stuff, no physical contact. They're going to be so isolated. I think they're going to start to realize how important like touch is, Um, whether that be massage therapy or just, you know, your friends and your family and hugging and all that type of stuff that's so therapeutic. I mean, if we, I don't think people realize. yeah, and if we look at history, like isolation is a type of torture that's been used, and right, yeah. we don't necessarily think of touch as one of those things that we need in life as to compare to like shelter, water, um, and whatever, but it is. We need touch. Mm-hmm. Touch is the first thing that we develop as a baby. Like we're not able to see or hear yet, but we can feel our touch from our parents. And as we age, we can't hear, we can't see, but we can still feel that touch. And I think that alone just goes to show how significant touch is in our life. Um, and we rely on it, whether we realize it or not. And even if you're not a touchy feely person, you can still love massage and have a place for it in your life. And I think that our society and culture has done a really good job with sexualizing touch and making touch um, viewed as only something that happens uh, between close, intimate relationships, whether it's friends or a partner or whatever. But there is so much that can come from positive touch whether it's feeling better physically creating less stress in your life so then that has the impact on your mental health Um, and I know for me massage is a really spiritual experience I love to just get in tune with my breath during a massage I don't like to talk when I'm getting a massage I mean sometimes I do but really I'm just there to like check in with myself breathe through anything Mm -hmm. and have that state where I'm like kind of awake kind of asleep like that really awesome meditative place um that I really can only get to if I'm getting like a 90 minute massage um but yeah same (laughs) yeah I think I find I think now that I'm a massage therapist and have been for quite a while it's hard for me to actually fully relax getting a massage because I'm all constantly analyzing the massage, whether it's good mm-hmm. or bad, just constantly think about, Ooh, what are they doing? Ooh, do I like that? How do they do that? Like, I can't shut off my brain. That's my own thing. But I remember being in school, um, before, you know, I was kind of judging anything. Um, it, it was a huge, just like relaxation for my brain. And I would go into that meditative state 
kind of, I wasn't sleeping, but I wasn't like fully awake either, very meditative state. Um, and whatever I was stressing about would just immediately kind of go away. Um, and I didn't worry about it, it just kind of melted away. And I think for those that aren't massage therapists that aren't analyzing the massage the whole time, we'll definitely feel those benefits. Um, and that's just one of the many benefits that you can get from massage. Absolutely. And we hold so much tension in our body, whether it's from what we do for a living or your weekend warrior sports, or maybe you're just stressed out about something on an emotional or mental level, but you carry that tension in your body. I know that's how I roll. And a lot of my clients experience that too, where they're stressed out about something, you know, that has nothing to do with a physical aspect, but they feel that tension in their body. They feel their shoulders coming up to their ears, or they're always clenching their jaw um, or their glutes or whatever the case is, or maybe they have this nagging neck pain that hasn't been caused by anything. And when we start to get to the root of the problem, stress is, what would you say, like 99% of the time, what's right. really going on? Yeah. Um, Stress so. is a huge player. Um, even just, I mean, for people that don't either can't afford massages or whatever the case may be, they don't want to get one. Um, even just like hugs, it's, there's science shown that, um, like, I think it's like 20 seconds of a mm-hmm. hug releases, at least I know it releases oxytocin, which is a chemical in our bodies. Um, it can be called sometimes like the cuddle hormone. Um, it's released when we hug for at least 20 seconds or we're getting a massage, which I mean, is way longer than 20 seconds. So just imagine. Um, and this hormone is associated with happiness and reducing stress. Um, and it definitely has a stronger effect in women, um, scientifically shown, but I mean, that's just 20 seconds of a hug releases this hormone. Imagine what a 60 minute or a 90 minute massage is doing, um, this definitely helping release other hormones. Um, we were talking, I know I was talking before we started this podcast about the parasympathetic system um, and that for people that have, especially like chronic diseases and issues, um, we can't heal unless we're in the parasympathetic um, nervous system, unless that's turned on. Um, and because of our lifestyle, we're always in the sympathetic, we're always go, 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 go. We're never slowing down the parasympathetic is our rest and digest phase so that's what's really happening when you're getting a massage is you're allowing your nervous system to completely switch from sympathetic to parasympathetic from fight or flight to rest and digest and that's the time when you get to heal whether it's physical wounds emotional wounds your gut health your your hormones um whatever it is you're trying to heal in your body you can't do it unless you're sleeping or you're getting a massage pretty much or you're meditating or whatever, whatever it is you're doing that's switching into that parasympathetic state. Yeah. And I think you bring up that great point with sleep too. Like so often we know now how important that sleep hygiene is. So imagine if you were able to take an hour out of your day to get that massage, to have that extra benefit. And I know for me that if I'm getting regular massage, my sleep is better too at night. Yeah, Um, for sure. So that's really cool. And I've had a lot of times in the past where a client will be laying on the table and their stomach will gurgle and they're like embarrassed. And I explain to them, okay, you're in rest and digest right now. Like you're, you're relaxed. You've got things going on. 
And I just always remember growing up with horses, if their stomach was gurgling while you were riding them or around them, you took that as like a sign of a compliment because they were, oh. yeah, they were chilled that's out. Cool. So. Yeah, that's totally true because I've definitely had that the clients too. Um, but even when I give like or receive acupuncture, that also happens. Um, like I'll be, you know, I'll be getting acupuncture and the needles will be going in like wherever. And I'll just feel my, you know, my, my stomach start like, yep, I'm definitely relaxing now. And that's definitely like the, you know, the sign you can tell that you're starting to relax is that, um, that like gurgling in the stomach, which is kind of funny. Yeah. And that's why um, I always loved going to get acupuncture because I felt like I am too critical as a massage therapist when I would go and get a massage. And then when I started mm-hmm. saying that out loud, I realized how silly and kind of petty that was. And I'm like, I know myself as a massage therapist, I want everybody who gets on my table to have a good experience. So right. nobody else, I mean, maybe some people feel a little uncomfortable as a massage therapist giving another massage therapist a massage, but every massage therapist I've come in contact with is out for the greater good and wants to help their clients. So as soon as I got over that, um, which actually has only been in the last couple of years, massage has been so much more enjoyable for me. And I Mm -hmm. think it's important too, for people to realize that if you are apprehensive about getting a massage to really question that, And I know that some people have maybe gone through like really traumatic experiences when it comes to touch. And I know that we both respect that tremendously, but there are still options out there for people. You could get a chair massage where all your clothes are left on. There's Thai massage, Shiatsu massage that both allow you to leave your clothes on. Um, And we know that even if you get a massage on a table, what you'd see and expect a lot of times where somebody's completely undressed. Uh, That is not the case. You can leave on as many clothing layers as you want. Um, And again, just going back to that point is that so many of those massage therapists out there just want to help you and meet you where you're at. And I'm not saying that massage is like the end all cure all for everything, but especially if you have been apprehensive to touch you might find that getting therapeutic touch is something that really helps when other things happen. Yeah, for sure. Um, That's a good point is when I have clients, I always make sure to let them know that I'm meeting them at their comfort level. This isn't, you know, this isn't for me. This massage is for them. So I want them to become as comfortable as possible. Um, You know, we both have been trained very well and how to drape properly we spent like I think our whole first year almost just draping um so you know nothing's exposed um we make sure the draping's secure and we always check in with the client or the patient at the time on the table um and yeah I mean I've had all sorts of people keep their clothes on and you know we just work with it it's it's all about how the patient's feeling because if they're stressed the whole time um, because they had to take their shirt off, like then the point of the massage is like nil now. There's no yeah. point to getting it because now you're just extra stress. Um, so with that being said, like this, 
these appointments when you go for a massage are for you. This is your health care, so you're in control of it. Um, and that goes for things like pressure too, because I know it's a big topic and it's something that I struggled with as a student and as um, a recipient of massage. I still struggle with sometimes because I feel kind of awkward. There is this power dynamic when you're on a table laying face down or even face up and there's this person standing over you and it's you're putting a lot of trust in this person and I struggle with like even saying if the pressure is a little too much I might you know Mm -hmm. not want to say oh it's too much because you know it's just that you don't really understand it until you have a massage and um you kind of just feel awkward and you're like well they might they know best but really you know best you know your body best and what you need um, so don't ever hesitate to tell a massage therapist like, Hey, I would really like a little less or like a little more. Um, yeah. So, and we get it too. There's some you... days where I don't mind, uh, a deeper tissue massage, but then there's other days that I'm not feeling it. Maybe I worked out hard and I just want a lighter massage. Um, so yeah. I think it's important to have that communication with your therapist you know, keep in mind too that communication is so important in all aspects of life, but especially when it comes to your healthcare, if you're not expressing what you need or want, then you can't expect anybody else to really know either. We're really in tune as massage therapists to be able to feel like when somebody's clenching or holding their breath, but I've had people that you just really don't know what's going through their body or their mind so some people are really good at hiding it yeah and you know so that's it's probably a whole nother can of worms that we could explore but I think that it's important that you have that open dialogue with your massage therapist I also think that there's a massage therapist out there for everybody or even several so just because you go to one massage therapist and you don't have a good experience or you don't enjoy their techniques doesn't mean you need to give up on massage there. There's somebody out there for you. I know for me, I love to go to a couple of like different places. Like I mentioned, going to a spa once in a while is really fun to do. It's super relaxing. There might be like cool treatments that you get to experience because they are on a larger scale but I don't think there's anything quite like going to somebody who just has their own private practice. They really just want to develop those longstanding relationships with their clients and they want to figure out your needs and what makes you, you and, and to help you in that way. But I also like, think it's important to try out other therapists too and I know not all massage therapists feel this way but I always like kind of thought it was really cool for clients to just go and check out other places maybe they come back and like tell me something that somebody did that they liked um that I didn't do with them previously or or whatever the case was and I think that could be a whole other podcast in itself and just talking about how we shouldn't be in competition with each other and how we should be, you know, if we're truly caring about the client's best interests, then they should explore other therapists too. But anyways, I think it's just important for you to not give up on massage in general. If you have a massage you don't like, I also think as a client, it's important to not put really high expectations 
expectations on your massage therapist to the sense of, you know, we're people too, we're human too, we have bad days, we have good days. And I know that sometimes, you know, stuff happens. So don't, don't give up on them all together. But if you have a weird experience or something like that, then move on. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I definitely try to see, I mean, I just, I'm curious too, and wherever I'm living at the time, I want to try out kind of everyone and see what everyone else is doing. Um, and like all massage therapists are not created equal. We're all different people. We all have different backgrounds. We all like to do different things. Um, so definitely try out if, if you don't like the person you're seeing or you don't like their style, there's plenty of others around um, that you might jive with better. Um, and also with that, there's so many different types of massage therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, we were pretty much like strictly trained in um, like Swedish and um, shiatsu. Yeah. And I think that what's really cool for me is I've been able to like fuse together different types of massage, um, which I don't know, maybe there's like ancient massage therapists rolling in their grades over that, but I really find that that's what's worked best for me. I know in the last podcast we talked about like how we take all these ideas and kind of like pick and choose what works for us. I was going to say that even though we were trained in those, I actually kind of like hate having the distinctions between like Swedish and deep tissue and shiatsu because I just want to use what that client needs at the time yeah. of the massage. Absolutely. Um, Cause people are like, Oh, I want deep tissue. And I'm like thinking, you know, like, well, you might not want it everywhere. Like some people's legs can't right. take it, but your back can, because your back is definitely like more hearty and you have a lot more knots there. So I always kind of, I guess I, like, as I go through it, I've gotten more and more like aware of this, that um, I don't really want to offer just those separate things. It's kind of like, just trust me. <laughs> that I like right. kind of, I listen to the body. It's all, for me, it's all about listening to the body. And there's some therapists out there, you know, that don't, um, and maybe it's just the way they're trained or like how they like to do massage. But for me, it's kind of like, I'm feeling around if this is really tender, maybe I work on a trigger point a little deeper. And then on other areas, I don't go as deep because it's not needed. Um, and that all comes down back to the communication with, between the therapist and the patient on the table. They have to communicate what feels good um, and what doesn't. Absolutely. And there's even like pressure brought on by places where certain massage therapists work that they have to perform the same massage for each treatment. And if that's the case, I mean, it's unfortunate sometimes, but other times people might really like knowing what they're going to get every time is the same thing. Um, so, you know, it just depends on the person and it depends on what the therapist wants to do too, but it all comes back to that communication. And if you're not happy or you feel uncomfortable, you should speak up. And I hope that people realize that as massage therapists, we don't get offended by it. I'd rather somebody left there happy. I'd rather somebody left there feeling like they got what they paid for than them cringing and being upset after they left right right definitely yeah I love when people you know ask for more or less pressure to get it right because I want them to be happy and that's the best that's probably honestly the best part about being massage therapist is it's a job where everyone that sees you is happy (laughs) you know they might come in being 
in pain or grumbling because they've had a hard day. But for the most part, I've never had anyone leave unhappy. So um, that's really rewarding for us to be able to do. And that's kind of what helps fill our cup back up. Absolutely. And I think too, there are some things to keep in mind before you get a massage. If you've never had one before, first of all, get to know your therapist the best that you can do your due diligence, get some research information on them. I know there are like certain websites you can go on, like the American uh, Massage Therapy Association website has all of their massage therapists listed under it. I think like Facebook and just Google search is a good way too. And then you can like look at people's reviews. Um, Same with like scoping out a spa or, or a certain place like that to go. But It's important that you do have some background information. I don't ever want to come off as like pessimistic or anything, but there are some massage therapy places or establishments out there that aren't as ethical or professional. So it's just important that you do your homework and you figure out where you're going before you get there. And then with that, too, you also want to keep in mind that massage, getting a massage is a lot like exercise in the sense that you're increasing blood flow and lymphatic drainage. So you want to hydrate before a massage. You don't want to show up like right after you ate lunch or breakfast because after you eat, your blood is rushing to your stomach to digest your food and you want you don't want that. It doesn't feel good to lay on a full belly either. So, you know, it's not a bad idea to maybe have like a light snack or a piece of fruit or something before a massage, but Denver go on like a full stomach. That's just really uncomfortable. Make sure you go to the bathroom before you get a massage. I've definitely, I felt like wasted 60 minutes of laying there, which, you know, a massage therapist is going to let you get up and go pee if you have to, but it's one of those things, just like with asking about pressure, you feel like all of a sudden weird and uncomfortable asking to get up and go to the bathroom. But if you do it ahead of time, then you're even safer. Um, You know, and just the night before, don't get slam hammered drunk because it's not nice to lay on a massage table hung over. There's just some things like that you want to take into consideration to have a really good experience to set yourself up for even more beneficial effects from the massage definitely yeah those are really good to bring up um something something that uh, yeah. I always wanted to mention when people get a massage and I feel like they never believe us um as massage therapists we really don't care if you haven't shaved <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah so that is such a great point we don't care at all we you know we're massaging men too so we get all the <laughs> hair with men and it doesn't right. bother us it's actually probably better if, you know, if you let it grow out a little bit rather than be prickly, but either way, we don't care. Um, we're not judging you. Definitely no judgment of the person Mm-mm. on the table. Um, no. And that's not even something we're trained. And I think it's just as being massage therapists, we're pretty compassionate and empathetic people. Um, yeah, just, a body is a yeah. body. Um, so definitely that, um, And with getting a massage, I think there's some myths out there thinking that you have to be sore after or it wasn't, you know, it doesn't didn't work. Um, And that's completely not true because there's all different levels of pressure that you could get 
getting a massage. Um, and you don't have to be sore and you might be sore. Um, there are times where you are, but that probably is reserved for people that either are getting deep muscle work um, that they're aware of they're getting and you might be sore just because of um, the muscles being worked on. And people that have like possibly like things like fibromyalgia, they might just be sore just because based on the, the disease mm-hmm. that they have and how that processes um, through their body. Right. There are just so many factors to consider of what was going on. And, you know, you might think, oh, this massage made me sore, but check out maybe what you did yesterday, you know, to do a walk an extra two miles or whatever the case is. Right. There are a lot of factors. And I know hydration is key. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever left the massage therapist's office without them telling me to like drink water. And we really do mean that like from a physical level, from an energetic level, you just want to flush out after you get a massage in general it's really important to do that too so you have to think of a lot of different factors to like where that soreness is coming from Mm -hmm. and and everybody's different you know I know a lot of people who aren't satisfied with a workout unless they feel sore for two days after and I'm sure there are people out there that get satisfaction from a massage that makes them feel that way am I one of those people no, right. <laughs> I'd rather feel really amazing. Um, and for me, that that doesn't include soreness, but we're all different. Yeah. We all like what we like. So, so it definitely doesn't have to be sore for it to work either. So Everyone's yeah, different. I'm not into like the no pain, no gain. Yeah. I understand why people are, but um, that is definitely a good myth to debunk. Mm-hmm. Um, other- you know, in a long, go ahead. So I guess the other myth, um, too that I've heard is kind of like massage is like detoxifying your body um mm-hmm. which isn't really technically true um mm-hmm. what massage does is it increases blood flow to the area that's been massaged um there you go if you're getting a full body massage you're increasing blood flow to the whole body um this does help flush out things with blood and with fluids so if mm-hmm. you know you have stagnant fluid in your legs, maybe we'll move that out via the lymph system and the, the circulatory system, um, but, and get the process of, you know, as I said, again, being in that sympathetic, parasympathetic state, um, you're going to be that rest and digest state, your liver is going to be functioning better. Um, and your gut's going to be moving your motility in your bowels. So you are going to, you know, get the process and the organs moving better. So if you want right. to say you're flushing toxins in that regards, then sure. But um, right, absolutely. In the, and yeah. I think too with this, the reduction of stress as well. So if your body's just going to be functioning better because of that, you might feel like, oh wow, I must have cleared out all of the the junk. Right. But really, there's so many things to consider, and that's what I love about this work is that we can help propagate that. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, like it is the work. It's the training. It's the skills. It's how amazing our bodies are. But like us as massage therapists, like, yeah, we're help propagating it, but it's not like we're the one creating this miracle of you feeling better. There's a lot of things to think about. Mm -hmm. I mean, our bodies are amazing. The work is amazing and we get to facilitate it. But I know I've dealt with that um like we talked about before with the imposter syndrome 
but this can happen too with body workers or, or healers of any kind. It's like maybe one time you had this amazing experience and now the next time you go back to that therapist and you want that same experience and it might not happen. Right. So, I mean, that's just like everything. There's so many factors to consider, mm -hmm. but it is really rewarding to be able to facilitate some really healing and amazing work. Definitely. It is. And with that being said, um, I think you had brought up just going, you know, going back to the massage therapist might be the same experience. Um, but you should go back because a one session, yes. yeah. Um, one session though, I think some people think like, Oh, my back hurts and one session is going to treat it all. Um, that's not almost ever yeah. the case. Um, you definitely have to go back for multiple treatments. It's like, just like acupuncture, they build upon each other. Um, so the more you do it and the more frequent you do it, the better it is to either rid of yourself of a muscle spasm for good or, um, you know, whatever it might be, if you're going for stress reduction, um, yeah. just one session and is I not going to cure it all. Yeah. No. One of my most asked questions by clients is how often should I receive massage? And again, it's just depends really. There's a variety of things to consider. I don't think massage should ever be stressful. So if it's too expensive or if it is too difficult to accommodate in your schedule, then you need to take those factors into consideration. But ultimately what it comes down to is creating a routine, a habit, whether it is every four weeks, six weeks, two weeks, you know, maybe in the beginning you have some issues going on with your back and you want the relief from the massage. So you come once a week for a couple of weeks and then you eventually like spread it out to once every two weeks and then every four weeks. And then it becomes like this maintenance thing. Um, I know that's what works best for me mm -hmm. and what works best for a lot of my clients or they'll come like every three weeks and like every other time they'll get like a half hour massage focused on their problem area. And then when they get their 60 minute or 90 minute massage, we encompass a full body massage. And that's worked out really well for a lot of people too. It makes things more affordable, but you're also like still staying on a routine. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't want to like force, I'm not here to force anyone you know, to get massages or to, for, it's not about me making the most money ever. Um, it's definitely, I want to facilitate in the patient to be able to listen to their own body and un, like listen and hear what your body needs and to take action when it needs it. So I always tell my patients like, well, whenever you start feeling, you know, whatever it is they have like this type of way, you should call, you know, call me or text me and get a massage. Um, it's definitely something I don't want to force. I'm not trying to yeah. sell them, you know, like, oh, here's a package no. and you should use it up in two months. <laughs> like, that's not my goal. Right. My goal is to help the patient, like, understand their own body and um, be able to listen to their body better. And that's such a good point to bring up because more so now than ever, we're disconnected from our body mm -hmm. and massage gives you more awareness of your body, what's going on. You know, sometimes they'll be like, oh, my shoulder hurts. But then once you get a massage, you realize like where exactly on your shoulder it is that is tender or bothering you. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, that's the hand that I use 
my mouse on on my computer and now I'm sitting at my desk crooked and like all of these things start to connect and then maybe you can make that change in your life that will get rid of or relieve that pain or that issue if you're able to Mm -hmm. definitely so that's just always been really cool to see that like self-awareness that comes about from massage and one of my favorite stories I had with a client she was just um she was probably like in her 40s a little bit overweight worked from home um and didn't like really get out much And somebody told her to get a massage because she had like neck pain or something. And then like the next time I saw her, which was only a couple of weeks later, she looked like she had gotten sun. She looked like a little bit lighter um, and she definitely was happier. And then she was like, after I got the massage, I was feeling good. I started exercising. I decided to like go on this vacation. It was just this really cool thing and like I'm not like just blaming the massage but it was like just a good example of how like making a a change somewhere can like propagate so much more to come from it that's awesome I need that I need the massage that motivates me to work out (laughs) I know there's there's some out there um all right well that's a little bit about uh massage therapy and kind of how it helps you and I hope for our listeners that if they've never gotten a massage, that this helps motivate them to try one out um, to help you find a therapist that is right for you. And remember that um, it might take a while to find one, just like it takes a while to find a counselor that's right for you. Um, But in the end, it's super beneficial for any chronic illness, any stress, any pain in the body. And we hope that you learned a little today about massage and that you can try one out for yourself. Yeah, and if you guys have specific questions that you want us to answer, you should hop over to our Instagram page, the In Touch Podcast. It's just In Touch Podcast. And you could ask us questions over on there and, and we could answer them for you too. Definitely. So all right. Cool. Well, this was awesome. Thank you so much for listening. All right. And thank you, Nicole. Thanks, Brett. Love you.